0: CHAPTER 1 A TEMPLE OF SHINING WHITE The last echoes of rolling drums and thundering guns have ceased and civil warfare has become but a page of American history. The broad Potomac River, once the boundary between warring sections, pursues a peaceful course to the waters of the bay sectional jealousy and petty differences forgotten. Sons of the South now join with Sons of the North in rendering patriotic devotion to a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. James T. Matthews, author of The Lincoln Memorial, an Athenian temple in memorial of a great American, 1934. Given that the Civil War is a distant memory for modern Americans, it can be both surprising and hard to understand that the primary purpose of the Lincoln Memorial was not just to honor the man but to reunite the country. When it was begun in the early 1900s, the wounds of the war, infected by the fallout of Reconstruction and political scandal, had failed to heal properly and remained open sores in both the North and the South. Thus, the steps on which Martin Luther King Jr. would later stand were first meant to lead to unity, and the vast vista that millions of protesters would eventually parade across was meant to look out on a nation finally at peace. This sentiment was aptly underscored by author James T. Matthews. On the southern shore of the river, high above the surrounding country, stands Arlington, the home of the gallant warrior gentleman Robert E. Lee. To the north is a temple of shining white erected to the memory of the kindly statesman and emancipator Abraham Lincoln. Bridging the waters between is a great memorial bridge, uniting and commemorating. Time has removed all barriers, and greatness, regardless of section, receives its due of praise and homage. Lee does not belong to the South nor Lincoln to the North. Both belong to America, and it is fitting that thousands of Americans from all sections should visit these shrines to honor two great Americans. Ironically, the first discussion about the memorial took place before any sort of real peace had been reached. Matthews noted in his book about a year after the death of Lincoln, a few scattered admirers sought the erection of a memorial in his honor, but political strife and lack of unity made it impossible to accomplish their purpose. However, the idea was firmly entrenched in the minds of a few contemporaries, and they only awaited a propitious time to bring their plans before the public. In 1867, it seemed that this time had come. On March the 29th, an act of Congress was passed incorporating the Lincoln Monument Association. Electing James Harlan as president and Francis Spinner, the United States treasurer, as treasurer, the association enthusiastically began plans for a monument to Mr. Lincoln.